welcome to the Press On Podcast. I am so glad you are joining us today. It is episode 39. Can you believe next week will mark 40 episodes? It seems like just yesterday we were celebrating episode 20, and now uh, we've we've done 20 more. It is crazy to me. We are quickly approaching uh, this summer, celebrating our one-year anniversary of the show and I'm excited about that. Uh, but what I'm also excited about is, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, um, I'm wearing our brand new Don't Quit hoodies that are available through our uh, apparel brand. Um, so if you're interested in getting one of these hoodies or our Keep Pressing On shirts, just visit www.pressonbrand.com. Remember, for the month of March, you can get these hoodies 20% off for listening to the podcast. All you got to do is enter the code podcast on the website and we'll get you 20% off. Another thing I'm excited about is right now we are studying the Sermon on the Mount. Last week we kicked it off by by kind of just talking about worry and what worry really does to us and how we can uh, focus on something bigger than worry. But today we are backing up to the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount and and there's a lot we could talk about in this sermon. They say this is the greatest sermon ever preached because uh, this is Jesus. These are the words written in red, and Jesus addresses a lot of things. We've boiled it down to, to six weeks worth of topics, but man, we could go on for a long time. And we're going to have to uh, bypass a lot of the topics in the Sermon on the Mount to get through it in six weeks. Um, but I encourage you, highly encourage you, go and read Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. But today we are starting out at the beginning of chapter 5. The beginning of the Sermon on the Mount starts out like this. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and he sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. And this is this is where the Sermon on the Mount begins. This is what Jesus says. He says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And, and, and at first look, this is very odd for Jesus to say these things. In fact, if you look at our world today, this is odd. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those mourning. Blessed are the meek. And, and blessed are, are the the merciful or the pure in heart. Like, like, that's not the world we live in. In fact, we live in just the opposite. You know, we're, we're taught that meekness is not a good thing. It's it's power. It's it's those who who win um, that are blessed. Uh, blessed are are the merciful. Like that's not what we're showing. Like if if somebody's fighting you, you fight back. You don't show mercy. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. I mean, you look at 
Martin Luther King Jr., who hungered and thirsted for righteousness. And, and where did that get him? He did a lot, but he wound up getting killed. This is not the world we live in. And when Jesus was, was preaching this, this wasn't the world that he was living in either. Uh, but, but, but Jesus came to preach a different message. You see, he, he flipped everything upside down, it seemed like. You know, in the Old Testament, it taught an eye for an eye. But Jesus says, hey, no, if somebody strikes you on one cheek, you turn to them the other cheek as well. Jesus is flipping everything upside down. And I keep saying that, but, but it's really not that he's flipping it upside down. Think about a turtle. And the turtle's upside down on his back. And, and he's got his legs and his arms sprawled out. And he's trying to flip back over, but he can't. The only way that he can flip back over if something or somebody comes along and flips him right side up. I, I believe because of the fall, because of the sins that Adam and Eve committed, because of our sins, our world has been flipped over. And Jesus comes along and says, no, this isn't right. This, this world is upside down. It's messed up. It's broken. And I've come to flip it right. I've come to... To, to make it the way it was supposed to be. And all through the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is going to be teaching us how we can be a part of that, how we can help flip the kingdom back to the way it was meant to be because right now everything is broken. It's messed up. You know, I hear a lot of people look at what's going on in our world and they say, oh, because of everything, I know Jesus is coming back very soon. And I get why they say that, but I feel like people have been saying that forever. I, I can guarantee that, that during the Holocaust, people looked at what was going on and said, oh, this is awful. I, I can guarantee Jesus is coming back soon. Scripture says that he's coming back soon, but I think soon is a relative term. We don't know what soon to God looks like. In fact, Jesus says in Scripture, no one knows the hour or the date in which I will return, only the Father. And so we don't exactly know what soon means. But I heard somebody say just recently that, that, that I don't know if Jesus is coming back soon, but he's, he's warming the car up. He's getting ready. And I, I believe that he shows us that we can help get things ready. We can help prepare uh, for his return. We can uh, help fix this broken world. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be the, the, the most fun job. <laughs> Blessed are you people. When people insult you, persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Jesus is pretty clear. It's not going to be easy. But when you do the right things, you will be blessed. So, so as you set out, on this journey to help flip the kingdom back to the way it was supposed to be. It's our prayer that you do one thing, and it's the same thing we encourage you to do each and every week, and that's to press on. Can't wait to talk to you next week as we, uh, we talk about our mission in this world, to be salt and light in this dark world. Can't wait to see you next week. Until then, adios.